Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, this is PJ Farley from Fozzie, Trickster, and possibly your band reporting to you from the road to let you know that you are listening to the Shouted Out Loud cast with Tom and Zeus. And also, I think we all agree, Joey Casada should sell meatballs, not books. That's right. We're back with another episode of Dorm Damage, the show where anything and everything is on the table and the table gets smashed. This week, we're back with our favorites, Ultimate Classic Rock. And we are talking about their list of the 10 underrated 80s hard rock guitar heroes. And let's just say that term is being used (laughs) loosely. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny now, like our listeners are able to be like, oh, that's going to be a DD episode. Yep. And uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, depends on your point of view, they're right. Yeah. Well, that's the cool thing about dorm damage, because we always make jokes on Shout Out Loudcast about like, we'll settle down. We don't need a production manager. <laughs> you know? But but a lot of times these guys, they'll share stuff on Loudcasters and be like, this is a dorm damage. And me and Zeus will be like, that actually would be a pretty fun episode. So we love we love 80s hard rock. We love 80s hair metal, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, let's take a look at this list and see uh, what we got. So this was just published on September 8th by Brian Raleigh. Roland? No, Roland. Roland? Roland. <laughs> Put your boss on. I'll talk to him. He starts off by saying many of these guitars are routinely ranked near the top of the hard rock heap. But for every Slash, George Lynch, or Nuno Betancourt, there are plenty who have been relegated to the dustbin of history. Here is the list of those people. They're not numbered one through ten. They're just ten. But first on the list, Vito Brada from White Lion. That is a good pick. I agree. Everybody knows. He's he's almost like so much of a deep cut favorite guitarist from the era that he's like the Mr. Speed of that era guitarist. 
everybody knows. Oh yeah, Vito Brado. Oh Vito Brado. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he has an incredible guitar tone. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, I would I would suggest the thing that I really like from him is uh they did a great cover and I yes I said great when I said White Lion of uh Radar Love. Yes. And the guitar fills he does on that, it a song it sounds incredible. Yeah. Uh that's one that I really love. Uh there's another deep cut. I think it's off of uh their I don't know what album it's off of. Uh Big Game. What, whatever it is, it had some lion double <laughs> yeah. entendre. Pride, yeah. big game, <laughs> big hawk. <laughs> <laughs> uh and it's called if my mind is evil okay. i love that song yeah great guitar tone yeah no i agree Vito brought a great pick the problem is and i feel bad saying this the problem is he was in white lion <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which which i will say i i i, I having sirius xm the hair nation channel they played white lion and i'm like you know what these songs are good mike tramp had a nice melodic voice and Vito brought could just he he can just shred. He can tap. He can do everything. And like and you said, his tone is is terrific. Yeah, he's got that Van Halen like sound, and yes. uh, yep. and the lead singer is a good looking guy with a pretty good voice. And yeah, their songs were kind of you know uh, what do we say is wimpy or heavy maleish in the kind yeah. of pussy category sometimes. Oh, Jesus, but I feel like he, they they're still a good band, talented they, band. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. Wait's a great song, like, is. but they're kind of popish and yeah. when the children cry and stuff. So, yep. Yep. Anyways, Tom, um, what's next? Uh, well, the next one on this list is somebody that we ran into in Las Vegas at about two 30 <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> he looked, he looked terrible. <laughs> Why don't you tell everybody who I'm talking about? That's Jake. Who you used to work for, Jake? <laughs> I work for Mayflower. I work for Moist. Um, he, he had problems because he was pulling wheelies uh, with his trucks. Jake E. Lee. That's right. Love yep. Jake. Yes. Love him. Yeah. Uh, so here's a good line. It says, under normal circumstances, Jake E. Lee would have been widely hailed as one of the biggest and best guitar heroes of the 80s. Unfortunately, he was sandwiched between Randy Rhodes and Zach Wilde. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. 
Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stephanie Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Yeah, I don't know. He's better than Zach. He's different than Zach. He's very, very different than Zach. For Ozzy, I like Jakey Lee better than Zach's music. I agree. Yeah, uh, I'm a fan of Bark in the Moon, and that is one of the best Ozzy songs uh, of all. Yep. Uh, the album I'm a big fan of. I'm a big fan of Ultimate Sin. Yep. Love those two albums. Yep. And uh, he and obviously we you've heard us talk about Badlands, where he was fantastic. Yeah, he's no, it's a great pick having Jakey Lee in there. And uh, yeah, and and also with our buddy Brent Fitz on Red Dragon Cartel, that was one of his other projects that he did too. That we uh, just I recently... never listened to that though. Yeah, it's it's good. It's 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 hard, it's hard rock, melodic, you know, guitar rock. It's good. Next on the list, I'm gonna have to plead ignorance here, Zeus. I don't know if you can help me here. Mm-hmm. John Norum from yep. Europe. I remember him. Okay, I don't because uh, I know two songs from Europe. Okay, so the thing about him that I remember was that he right after Europe and Final Countdown took off, I yep. think he released released a solo album, and one of his songs was on MTV Headbangers Ball. I used to tape that religiously, yeah. So I knew all the hair metal bands that were came coming out during them. And- so the only stuff that I remember him in was the Final Countdown, and they had some good tracks. Rock the Night, Cherokee. The, the album was pretty good. I, I used to know the songs a lot better than uh, I did. I do. I remember him now, but he wasn't bad. And then he, again, like I said, he uh, released a uh, solo album. I think it came out in 80, I would say 87, right after the final countdown came down and before the next Europe album came out. Okay. He had a video was it for Back on the Streets. I think that was the song, but he's not bad. I don't yeah. know. Okay. All right. Uh, next on the list, a couple guys we know. Uh, this is a two for hit Dave Snake Sabo and Scotty Hill from Skid Row. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Skid Row, but it's undeniable that they're frigging guitar shredding and well, it's not even shredding, it just riffs and just heavy, heavy shit on there. Uh, is incredible. So I know Snape, Sabo, Snabo, Sabo gets, uh, <laughs> Snabo. Snabo, Sabo gets most of the love, but Scotty Hill is, uh, tremendous as well. So yeah, I, I, this is, this is a good pick too. Yeah. There are a lot of good songs. The music that they do on 18 Life, the solos there. Yeah. Uh, Monkey Business. And if you've heard 
uh, us talk about Slave to the Grind. That is a fucking heavy, it is heavy album. Yeah. Uh, I, I like them both. I like them as people too. They're fucking cool. And uh, I wish uh, original Skid Row got more love, but yeah, there's too much drama there with uh, Bach. Yeah. 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 Uh, this one, yikes. I think we're going to have to disagree on this one. I mean, God rest his soul, but Mark St. John makes this list. For what? Uh, so it says right here, similar to Jakey e. Lee's plight with Ozzy Osbourne, Mark St. John had the unfortunate distinction of playing in between Vinnie Vincent and Bruce Kulick. His guitar work is incendiary. It is. I mean, again, God rest his soul. With all due respect, I think he is. I mean, I like the Animal Eyes album. There's nothing on that album that I would be like, that's incredible guitar work. Maybe that's just because we're like kiss tards and we kind of interpret these albums differently than some guy writing an article for Ultimate Classic Rock. But I don't know if I'd put him on here. Yeah, I mean, okay. First of all, there are nine tracks on Animal Eyes. Exactly. Right? Yep. On two of them, he doesn't even play. Right. It's Bruce on Lonely is the Hunter and Murder in High Heels. Yeah, he references Under the Gun, which, no offense, me and you could probably do that because it's just complete insanity with the guitar. It's nothing like, it, it's, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't say that, but. You know what uh, I mean. I'm just, I'm joking, obviously, but. Under the Gun is pretty sick, and so is I've Had Enough. I've Had Enough, yeah, yeah. Uh, Heaven's on Fire doesn't even have a solo, really. It's just a right. bunch of chords. Yeah, and to claim you know these songs as makes him a under uh, what was it Unsung? underrated underrated to claim that he's underrated he shouldn't really be rated he was on seven songs I agree are you I, really gonna talk about White Tiger is that what we're really doing these days They don't even mention White Tiger Do you know what it is It's clickbait kiss shit. Yeah, exactly. everybody knows if you put kiss in an article or comment yep. or something like that, it gets eyes. Yeah, yep. He should I agree. There. Uh, here's a good one. I'm interested to see what you think on this one. Primarily known for being in winger, but also some white snake stuff is Red Beach, who I, I we reviewed the winger album. I know you're not a huge fan of it, but uh, that was my first time kind of really taking a deep dive into winger's material. And I know, you know, we've had our comments on that album, but. I think uh, I think Red Beach deserves to be on this album because I think he's I think he does some great stuff with Winger. There's no such thing as great stuff in Winger. I think there that is. there should be no combination ever that will say that. First of all, Kip doing his pirouettes—that's <laughs> great. Nah, he's not bad. I actually I like a few songs from Winger. The hits that I know, I yep. uh, can't get enough. Uh, mm-hmm. Seventeen. Uh, those are those are good riffs type songs. I don't know his shit in White Snake because I think doesn't he just play mostly on the concert tours for him? I think so. Uh, I, I he's a good guitar player. Yeah, I I, see, I can see how he's there because yeah. if you're quickly going to the top guitar plays in the '80s, his name doesn't come to the top of the list, but he's respected. So yeah, I yeah. see it. Yeah. This next one, I think we're both going to have some good things to say. Def- I, I, I would definitely call him underrated, and that's John Sykes. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, I, I think people that know shit won't yep. say he's underrated. I but I think amongst fans, when they quickly list the best guitar plays, they don't list him. Yep. And he had his start with Thin Lizzy, too. Mm-hmm. So 
Blue Murder had a couple good songs on that debut album, mm-hmm. but his stuff on the White Snake album, it's only him doing both parts. On Slide It In, he's fucking yeah. ridiculous on that album. Yeah, see, the Slide It In thing is, though, I'm not going to give him that much credit as he's part of it. Yeah. He wasn't even on the original British version of no, it. No, I know. He's on the and US then, version, which is way better. Yeah, but Mel Galley was also doing a lot of the leads in, right. in playing there. Because yeah. that's the thing about Whitesnake. They go back and forth between the lead players yep. all the time. Yep. So I can't say he's the only one. But he's part of the reason why that album is so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, he's a fantastic guitar player. And uh, so far, I might say... He's probably the best on that list for me. I knew you would say that. Yeah, I yeah. know that. Yeah. I, I mean, I think so. Him and J- him and Jay. Jay, could you use the word for Jay? <laughs> uh, another one here with some white snake connections. Adrian Vandenberg. Exactly. Um, I never got into Vandenberg, his own band. I don't know if it's any good. He no. wasn't on White Snake, you know, although he was in all the videos. I think he played one little thing. I mean, he co he co-wrote a lot of slip of the tongue. He co-wrote yeah, but they yeah. had Stevie Vai in there too. Yep. So that's the hard part about White Snake is they had so many dual guitar guys switching on and off. Yeah. No, you're right. Adrian Vandenberg, like he's good. He's a very good guitar player. I'm not saying he's not. I don't know yeah. if he's underrated. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, I I think. But I think I think he is underrated because nobody really talks about him, whether that's for the right reason or the wrong reason. I don't know. It's only like one album in that in that era, except if you're going to go down Vandenberg. And again, I don't know that era, that that band. So I guess so. Okay. All right. Next one is a guy that we know. um, Be interested to see what you think of him, because I'm not a huge fan of this band, but I think the guitar work is pretty good on it. And that's Tracy Guns, L.A. Guns. Absolutely. He's yeah. a very good guitar player. Yeah. Uh, he, he's a little ace-ish, kind of sloppy, yep. kind of, I wouldn't call it grungy. I don't know what the word is I'm thinking of, but it's, it's, it's loose. It's not fucking tight and it's not Warren Demartini clean and stuff like in George Lynch. I, I like Tracy Guns. I like him personally. And I think he's a, a really good guitar player. And I like those LA Guns albums. All I was up to Hollywood Vampires, I think was, was that. Yeah, and, and they they describe him here as punk metal shredding and bluesy, which is kind of like you know, like you said, kind of sloppy ace stuff. But yeah, I, I like Alley Guns. Surprised we haven't gotten Alley Guns yet on ARC. Uh oh, I just gave yeah. Sonny an idea. You should. Yeah, you should. Yep. And the last one on the list. I know the band, but I don't know anybody in it. But this guy is in it, and this is Akira Takasaki from Loudness. <laughs> I, look, I know the song "Crazy Nights." I mean, I, I don't know. I can't really. I don't really have much to say about this because I've never owned a Loudness album in my life. When I was on Potter Than Hell, yep. They made uh, us each do a playlist, and there was a, a loudness song in it. It was good. It was yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they're probably good. I just never listened to them. I'm, no. I'm ignorant when it comes. The only thing I know about loudness is the running gag. Hello. You can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that. 
Well, uh, I'm but, not saying it as me. I'm just saying I heard it. I and remember we said that or somebody said that? Yep. At the rat concert we saw in Hampton yep. and some guy yep. goes, Yes. Yes. We, we are, yeah. Somebody was like, Yes. <laughs> in the face. Uh interesting list, Tom. Yeah, that's the list. It's interesting. I, I I mean, look, when you're digging deep into like 10 underrated. I mean, you got, you're digging deep, which is why I think we got guys from loudness and you got Adrian Vandenberg who, and we're not saying these guys are not good, but I would probably go with John Sykes and, and probably Jakey Lee. Like you would, that's probably who I would take off this list. If we were kind of taking somebody to, to start a band, that's probably who I'd go with. Yeah. Because the other thing is you start looking back, you're like, who else could I, they have picked, but who CC DeVille. <laughs> What are you talking about? He's great. Yeah, but he's not underrated because no, he's I know. famous. I know. No, I know. The same I know. thing with you're going to say the dual attack of Iron Maiden or Judas Priest or Metallica. Right. You can't really because they're not underrated players. Right. So you've got to think of the, the second tier bands. Yep. And you're like, I don't know, maybe Cinderella. Could be. Oh, yeah. I would put somebody that I think should have been in there. Mark Kendall from Great White. Love his guitar work. That's a good. That's a good call. He's okay. a guy that I would really, you know, push and and say he's a very underrated because yeah. I never hear his name getting thrown around, and he's got some great guitar, especially uh, on Once Bitten. Who's the drunk that got thrown out of Def Leppard early on? The little guy, Pete Willis. Pete, <laughs> Pete yeah. Willis. I don't know if you. I mean, Def Leppard is popular and stuff. I don't know if you could call Phil Collin like underrated, right? And Steve no. Clark. Steve Clark was oh his, I got his well I got one I got one yeah, holy yeah, shit I know you're going he's I one know. of my all time he's one of my all time I know you're going to go there. on this list and that's uh oh God I'm from Tesla mind. yeah uh oh yeah and I love him I always wave the flag from that's Frank Hannon from Tesla yeah. love that guy so much bluesy shit that he can pull off there and then shred that yeah so I would say a Mark Kendall and Frank Hannon would probably be the yep. two that we would probably say yep. is underrated and should be in there so I agree yep. Well, till next time, peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at fantasy points. Fantasypoints.com code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.